What's up and welcome to Difficulty Class, a show where we gather around this podcast table in your ears and talk about some Dungeons and Dragons. Each week, we or a listener like you writing into difficultyclass at gmail.com come up with a topic, question, encounter, or anything else somehow related to RPGs and have some fun talking about them. I am one of your hosts, Ali Deichman, and with me this week is... Trevor Bettis. That is right. So, let's get into our topic for this week. Let's do that, and it's going to be fun, and maybe a little bit of a downer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, we've been doing some, like, just, you know, we're not going to think about it kind of (laughs) topics. Yeah, no, no, this show's got to treat itself like like my mental health, where it's like, hey, you've been having a little too much fun a little too often, let's bring it down a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just, let's make it real, right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) But no, I, I, like... I at one point had pitched the idea of a topic of saying like the game that makes you want to quit. And I'm like, ah, one's like that's kind of like a really big downer. But I, I, I think doing like this as like the good and bad of DMing is a good conversation to have because like I I know people who get like people who haven't DM'd. Like these, this t- topic is probably more for people who haven't DM'd. There's probably gonna be DMs listening to this just not a lot of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Um <laughs> But yeah, like there, I I know that there's stuff that happens when people DM for the first time that they didn't expect, both good and bad, and I don't think it gets talked about enough outside of just witty little jokes here and there. True. <laughs> <laughs> like you even said, like we we've covered, we've talked about some of this stuff sporadically throughout the show, but we never just talked about it. Mm-hmm. Talked about starting to DM and giving you the the slight warnings. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought a fun way to kick this off is Allie, what why why do you DM? So I've said it before. Um I love D and D because it's like it's the one, if not like the biggest medium well, t- tabletop RPGs, I'll say in general. Yeah. But D and D is like the forefront in my life of the medium that allows you to be both the creator and the consumer of the story. Yeah. And being a DM, you're kind of the director of that movie. <laughs> you're not the actor while well, you are acting, but you're also <laughs> watching it happen and you get to guide where it goes. And uh, as a writer, I'm kind of more of a, what's it called? You know, the discovery writer? Yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. Like, discovery yeah. writing, yeah. Yeah, so uh, DMing is kind of my forte there, where it's like, especially just off the cuff, like, here we go. So I have a ton of fun making stories with my friends. And I I think about it. I spend my off days literally just thinking about it to myself. And then about two hours later, after I've been quiet, I'll be like, hey, Spencer, can we talk about like this character? And he'll be like, why? Like, because I've been thinking about it nonstop for the past hour. And... (laughs) (laughs) And God bless him because he does listen to me and we talk even more, which, you know, just goes to show that we're good for each other. But yeah. <laughs> I love making stories and D&D is a great way and the best effort like to output <laughs> uh, medium for me uh, to tell a story because like I've tried writing and I can't sit myself down and do it, even though that's mm-hmm. how you write. <laughs> True. True. I've tried like making videos and time it takes time and it's very much self-motivating and when i'm sitting down with my group of my friends i get to tell these stories and i'm motivated because they're relying on me to tell it and direct it Mm -hmm. and it's it's the best creative outlet i've got i like that i really do like that 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 that, i mean not not like i was gonna say just be like your reasons suck But no, like that, I, I, I get, I get what you're saying, and I, and I, and I feel like that's gonna resonate with a lot of people. And like, yeah, I, I have a hundred percent the same thing. Where like, I do love telling stories, and I've wanted, I've been telling stories to anyone who would listen to them, and most of the time just to myself when I was a child with toys. Uh, <laughs> and so yeah, th- this medium where you get to hang out with your friends and build a story and do all this, uh, you know cool stuff because like you know we we even said throughout this whole show that like when if a rule seems like it doesn't work if it is impeding the story you can say screw it throw it out (laughs) throw it out the window put that put that right in the trash (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you 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 put that rule right next to that banana peel and that mm-hmm. old milk. Um and and so yeah, I th- I think that would it would be a surprise if that wasn't the biggest reason why you and I like DMing as much as we do. But I will say for the people who know me and play with me that and it would be like you need to mention it. I'm probably a little bit of a control freak. Um <laughs> <laughs> just just a little, little, little bit in there that that the the DM and satisfy is real nice. <laughs> yeah, see, like your level of directing is different from my level, so it's like you have well, more see, control, whereas I like to kind of let the actors do more what they want. <laughs> yeah, and 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 like, but I I I I don't think that I like I I do any kind of control that is that would be like railroading. Oh no, but like it, it's. Because I a hundred percent let just let people do crap and and like I don't know what it is. I almost feel I almost get a weird like I also get more joy out of seeing players do just inane wild shit <laughs> from from behind the screen than I do when I'm one of the players. Like yeah. I I totally do get that moment as being a player because I'm doing that with the academics right now where like somebody does something wild I'm just like oh my freaking god I can't believe you're doing that. <laughs> but like as the DM that that moment of that that excited moment of being like oh my god I can't believe they're doing this I can't believe they're going to try this but then also trying to run in my head how that is going to work those two feelings together work like work really well and I like it and mm-hmm. I I think I do get more excited on the other side of the screen it's for like the that. most creative like <laughs> I don't want to say creative that's a very broad word but I can't think of any mm. better one puzzle out there yeah because it really focuses on the artistic side of puzzles versus the logic side and Mm -hmm. that's kind of what running a game is (laughs) it's like a big old puzzle that you have to figure out while the pieces come at you and you don't know what they are yet it's like yeah yeah yeah. if you were going in blind (laughs) (laughs) oh no that's so so hard (laughs) this metaphor Um, has gone off but anyways yeah no it really has yeah um but uh no i like there, there is something about DMing that just clicked with me because I did start as a player. I, you know, it was it was a short three point five game, but like when we got the red box for fourth edition and we sat down, we started doing it, and it, even if it, it was even just running a small goblin encounter, I was hooked from that moment. Mm-hmm. And the the other thing is like you know I, I it's a big joke on the show that I suck at rolling. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not great. Um yeah. and so so to and I and I think that is another thing that pulls me towards it because it doesn't matter when I don't. It, it it's it's almost like people enjoy the game more. Like if I'm the fighter and I roll three ones in a row, everyone hates me. I am just the worst. <laughs> I'm not doing my job. I'm just but if I'm the DM and I roll three ones in a row, I'm everybody's favorite DM. Not to mention, we've talked about this before, you have the control as a DM to decide if you do roll three ones in a row. Yeah, and like, and you know, like 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 I've said, like it's it's a balance. Mm-hmm. It, it, it totally is of doing it. I'm not gonna like I, I have totally done it where I'm just like I rolled three three ones in a row and I just let them fly because it was hilarious. Yeah. And then sometimes it's the big bad that you've literally been leading up to and oh they keep crit fading every attack. And you're like, well, they have to do something. That legendary <laughs> resistance number is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I, you know, c- keeping with the good conversation, what, what, do you, what do you think is like some of the best stuff that you've gotten out of DMing? Like, like what's a good DM moment that you remember? Uh, probably, <laughs> probably it's, it's the personal connections between you and your players. I've been like the best moments, so to speak. Okay. Like I've had really fun like games, but like the best moments have been when you do something and it connects to your player and they're just like, ah, <laughs> like, okay. Uh, and you're like, yeah, this is, this is cause of you set this up. And they're like, oh, <laughs> and there's this moment between you and the player of just like, wow, we just made that perfect thing happen, didn't we? Or like the most terrible thing happened, didn't we? And there's this mm-hmm. understanding that, yeah, this wouldn't have happened without either of us. And it, it feels great. 
And you kind of get to reach another level of friendship, uh, so to speak, <laughs> with your friends when you can tell a story like that together, especially if it just lines up so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's happened several times in my Neverwinter game. Like, I remember when they were in the abyss and they were looking for Saphir's father. And there's this moment where one of them just teleports directly inside the cage and he's like, oh, I didn't want to do this. And he looks around and he just sees the lone dead body, which I'm like, you're supposed to fight your way up to this, but okay, we can do this here. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna try to reach for the shiny thing. I'm like, are you sure? That's like in his chest. You have to reach up under his armor to get there. He's like, yeah, I'm going to watch carefully into its eyes as I reach underneath. And he's like describing it. He never really describes anything. And so he, re- he describes how he's reaching up underneath. And I'm like, can you feel your hand just grab onto a solid object where the heart should be? And you know where the heart should be. You're an assassin. You've done this before in a past life. And he's like, okay, I try to bring it out. You tug and that's when you feel resistance. And as you're looking into the eyes, and I describe how this death knight stares into this rogue's eyes as he's one-on-one, his friends are nowhere near him, and the death knight just says, you should leave the dead well alone. And he just pulls them into him, and they start a fight, (laughs) like level 14 and a death knight one-on-one, and I'm like dude, this would not have happened if this went any other way. And Robert's just sitting across the table from me going, I know when this is crazy and I love it. And it's like, because of him, we had this fantastic night. We had this amazing fight. We, it's just, I, I owed a lot to him. And I remember telling him afterwards, I'm like, man, that was, you did fantastic. Just going in when you know, you probably shouldn't have. He's like, yeah, I just really, I know Saphir would have been feeling like he should have pushed forward because his father is on the other side. So I just felt like that was the time. And I'm like, yeah, that's, this is just chef's kiss. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it, when the players go to above and beyond, it just makes you, your heart sore. And there's been so many moments like that. <laughs> I can never went to your campaign where I'm just like, this is, I can't believe I'm just making this story with my friends because they get, they do such amazing things that you, like you mentioned, you'd never think about. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's like getting that connection, that extra step. Like I never would have gotten that if I didn't start playing D and D with like my now roommate Taylor. Like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have known that she'd be this into all this. (laughs) So like our, our friendship has definitely reached a whole nother level. I feel I, I, I do have to, to commend your, your restraint because if I had been in the DM for that scene, the Death Knight opened its eyes, I just would have, I wouldn't switch up to open its eyes, look him right into his soul and just be like, 1v1 me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you, but you're right. Like the, those moments that um, get set up that you never would have expected that your players bring to flourishing is just. Like I, I, I do think that probably one of my favorite DMing uh, memories uh, is from the Strahd game where, and this is not spoilers, everybody, calm down, <laughs> calm down. I see you over there. I see you over there freaking out. I'm not spoiling it. When, uh, and it's funny that it's one of my favorite DMing moments considering I did almost zero DMing through the entire night, and that's <laughs> when you all fought Ike, who had betrayed you. Yeah. And like... That was came out of happenstance of me needing to end a session because I had to go home. So I did it with a cliffhanger and kidnapped his unconscious his character's unconscious body. Mm-hmm. And then I straight up was just like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to like team up with the bad guys and betray everyone. What do you think?" And he went, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and then like literally, because I actually don't know if I ever told you this, Ike didn't know any of the plot. He decided. I gave him the option to co-DM that going forward, or him stay a player and me surprise him with stuff. And he said he wanted to stay a player. That's fantastic. So he didn't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, when it got to the point that you all were in the temple there to fight him, and then Kyle's dead character comes flying in as a bat and turns into a vampire, and you were all against each other. 
and I just got to sit there and just be back here, just like, all right, you guys have fun. <laughs> I uh, hope nobody, uh, hope nobody uh, dies there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like that was just so much fun. And again, I did so little because I had two, I had those two weak league little shatter guy in there. Oh and yeah. They came, and you guys ended them. 100%. They were done so fast. <laughs> they died so fast. <laughs> oh my. I was just like, this will be an obstacle. Mm, that was a road. That was a little speed bump. <laughs> yeah, the iced floor was the biggest obstacle out of all that. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't maybe not have let Ike control that setting as much as I did. <laughs> hey, I mean, honestly, it was like, what 4v1 so honestly it worked out just fine mm-hmm. 4v1 v1 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. About, that, about that about that i mean like you yeah. bring up a great point though the best time of dming is when you're literally not dming <laughs> oh yeah it's great it's the best when you sit back in your chair and you just smile at your players because they're literally all talking to each other in character about what's going on like that feels so good because you know you can just let the scene play out and everyone yeah. will be happy with it. And and you know that might have a little more something to do with why I like DMing because like the pressure's not on like the pressure's on me but it's like not. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense like It does. <laughs> like I I I'm not part of I'm not part of the conversation. Like la- the last night with the academics I made a stupid choice <laughs> even afterwards. Just like, so when you said that my plan had holes in it oh, and no. then you did yours, <laughs> um, <laughs> where, what? Hmm? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so, but you know, as a DM, you don't get that conversation. You just go like, oh, it's part of my grand scheme. <laughs> you just fade into the darkness, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, uh, Part of that is you're not the main driving force moving the story forward. No. Which sounds like funny the- because you're the DM, but no, you're yeah. the secondary force. You yeah. can put them in a tavern, but if the players decide not to do anything while they're in there, guess what? <laughs> the story's mm-hmm. not going to do much. <laughs> yeah, no. Like that, that that's why like when people say that you probably have some control issues, I just snicker. I'm just like th- like literally this game would be the most boring shit if I still had control of it. Like I have no control over it. <laughs> <laughs> The golden pals? Are you kidding me? Just not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, so I, because I, I, I do, I do want to talk about like some of the the not so great points about DMing because it is awesome and it is great. But like, even though I was sitting there, like the pressure is not really on me. It totally is. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's something that really gets talked about as much, except for when like. A DM's got to miss a game, and they're tweeting about that they feel guilty and stuff like that. And that's a real thing. I used that as an example talking to someone the other day because uh, the the champion psychology stream didn't happen because my power was out for literally over 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> and um, someone was like, it's 100% not your fault. Yeah. And I said, I get that, but like, I it's not happening because I'm not there. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's like DM's guilt. <laughs> because yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of the, the, the shitty thing is that if you can't make it, then it's not happening. Yeah. If a, if a player can't make it, you can still play. But if, you know, you, the DM person thing, can't make it there, the game doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there are two halves to playing D&D. Literally, the only two things you need is a DM and players. Yeah. And you can even whittle your entire group of seven down to one player and still run a game if you have yeah. a DM and at least a player. <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend it, but you no. can. <laughs> yeah, but you totally can. Like, it, yeah. it's possible. But if you have all the players but no DM... You can't, you can't, that's one half of the puzzle missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I mentioned, you're not the driving force of the story, but without you, no story can be had. Uh, it, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you, you are not the driver, but y- you're kind of the, you're a part of the engine. You're at least one important part of that engine. Yeah, <laughs> you brought the car. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Oh god. See now I'm, now I'm trying to make this go further. I'm just like, so what did you do? Did you just drop the car off or did you become the car? Were you like are you like that 80s cartoon that dude that can just turn himself into a car? The <laughs> <laughs> wear car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, like that that is one of the things that does kind of suck is like if you can't make it and everyone's like, Oh man, I really wanted to play this week. It's like it's it's, it's literally you, but like also, don't do that yeah. <laughs> as a player. Don't do that. Yeah. Just like, 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 because trust, like, if you are a player listening to this and you never DM, 100% please don't do that. Because, like, it sucks already. We already hate it. Like, we, we, we get it. We know. I've literally, like, I remember when I was working at the restaurant and uh and someone was like hey can you uh take the shift i was like literally no and they're like you're just hanging out with your friends i'm like no if i don't hang out none of my friends hang out like this that's this is how it's <laughs> happening i am i they're like that seems like a problem like it's the it's a lot of explaining <laughs> yeah now, and, like granted this is very much like a D and pathfinder kind of problem and like a lot of ttrpgs require a game master of some sort and there are yeah. some that don't which is fun but yeah i, I backed one of those on uh, for the 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 rpg zine thing that was going mm-hmm. on it's, it's yeah cool. so i mean like if you really hate the idea of like needing a dm for a game to work look into those options but yeah uh, that's a different podcast <laughs> yeah yeah but 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 just overall don't don't do that if, if your dm's yeah. like hey i got stuff coming up i can't do it or anything like that don't d- we know you want to play we, tr- 100%. we do too. The only time you can say, man, I really wanted to play this week is if you immediately followed up with, so I kind of want to try running a game. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time you can say those words. Yes. So like. <laughs> Big hundo. Don't say those like guilt trippy words unless you're prepared to bring the next statement. <laughs> God damn. That was so well fucking worded. <laughs> Oh man. But yeah, like like there 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 is that whole thing, but then there's also prep, which I know I think a lot of people I think that's the thing that kind of scares everyone to begin with. I know people who haven't wanted to DM because of prep. Yeah. Um and I, I mean how many how many times has this happened to you? Ah <laughs> oh, man, just go about my day having a really really good time. Can't wait to play D&D. Oh god, that's today. <laughs> oh no, I thought I prepped last week but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 happens quite a bit for my one-off games or like the games that isn't the the weekly Neverwinter game. Yeah. The, pretty much every time I have one of those games I think about that. Um <laughs> But it also is because of how I prep is because of what happens to that. It, it's it's not a great way. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been over that. It's really more so of just like grab a few things and hope for the best when he comes down to it. And I could put more effort into it. I could put more things into it. But this is what ma- makes my stress levels like the best it could be, which is low. Yeah by the way not like you know the highest and like if i prepped more i feel like i wouldn't have time to relax and if i prepped less i would feel like i didn't have enough ready for the game and so i think the key about dming is just figuring out your level and figuring out the right tools Mm. to get there yeah no that's that's 100 percent true like i i used to like just kill myself over prep Mm -hmm. like and I realized that when somebody would cancel, I got way too upset about it. Mm-hmm. And I realized what it was was because I had put so much time into prepping that it was like, do you know how much time I put into this? And it's, it's like, that's not, and I didn't say that. I, did, I never fucking said that. Don't do that, please. <laughs> but like, but like it, it I got irrationally upset about it. And, and it took me, I it took me, not DMing for like two, yeah, two years to like realize like, oh, that was unhealthy. Yeah. I should not do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what is it? you got something to say. Yeah, no, don't go beyond your, your comfortable prep like amount. <laughs> like some people yeah. have a binder and they do printouts and they have whole journal about 
characters and NPCs and encounters, but that's comfortable for them. They're not mm-hmm. like just straight up murdering themselves over it. Mm-hmm. They're not stressing out if they miss a game because that's what's good for them. Like yeah. if I tried to do that, I would be in that same boat. I wouldn't be able to do anything other than that. Yeah. Whereas like the level that Y'all I do you know how many for, podcasts I have? I can't do that. Yeah. I can't be doing this. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like finding your your happy place when it comes to prep and prep work, that's that's the key thing. And then like I mentioned, the the tools too make the whole difference. Like mm-hmm. ever since I got those monster cards from Gale Force Nine. Oh yeah. Oh, I know people use D&D Beyond, but I I already have all the books. I don't want to buy them digitally again. So <laughs> I instead bought the cards. They were cheap. So it's like, it's it makes my world so much easier. But I know that's not the same for Spencer, so to speak. Because he's been, yeah. uh, for example, because he's been DMing since I've been on hiatus during school and everything. So it's like, I've been able to see how he's been prepping. And it's kind of wild to see. Last night or the night before, he's like, yeah, I have an idea of what we're doing. I'm like, oh, okay. Do you need help, like, setting anything up? He's like, no, I have an idea where you guys are going. And hmm, that's pretty much all I need. And I just kind of looked at him. I'm like, you are so like me. Because <laughs> 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 he just says, See, I have an idea and I think I know what you guys are going to fight. And that's good enough for me. <laughs> See, your your sister, your sister is so different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> and, I know. And, and, <laughs> And I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like, it astounds me. But I swear to God, there was one time when she was DMing Pathfinder First Edition. <clears throat> we were coming up on a on a dungeon crawl. And I walked out from our bedroom into the living room. And she was essentially uh, Charlie in, in Always Sunny with all the red lines <laughs> and the cigarette. And it's just like, all right, everybody calm the fuck down. <laughs> was, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> But, like, that's what works for her. That's what gets her excited for mm-hmm. a game. And and so, yeah, you're you're uh, you're a thousand percent right. You got to find what works for you and what's not going to make you dread that next session. Yeah. Because it, that happens. It 100 percent happens. And I <laughs> and I think that happens with um, a, a lot of new DMs and stuff, and heck, even some that I, I know of, they're like, oh god, the next session's real big, I gotta I gotta prep for hours, I'm just like, oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, like, going back to our, our overall topic, like, the downside of, like, the downside of this for DMing is when you're new, and you don't know that happy medium, you don't know the right yeah. tools for you. The good side of DMing is when you do know, when you finally reach that yes. point, and it feels so good to just be like, I know what I need to do, the exact amount of work I need to do to be ready for this time. And then you're, you just, you have that knowledge and it just comes with experience. And that's, yeah. that's kind of one of the biggest downsides to DMing is a lot of it does stem down to, well, how long have you been doing this? How much do you know yourself when it comes to this game? And all it takes is time to figure that out, which is where the intimidation factor comes in for, for new DMs. Yeah. Because that's the only thing you don't have. You could buy every single thing. You could have every single Beatles and Grimbach. You can have 900 minis. You could have the biggest table. But you don't have time because you haven't yeah. played yet. And that's all it takes, really, to go from a good experience to a... <laughs> from, like, mm-hmm. a bad experience to a good experience. And and uh, so I, I, I do, I do want to talk about a little bit. We don't have to go into detail about them. But, like, you are eventually going to have a game... That makes you not want to DM anymore. It, it <laughs> will, like I've said this since Dungeon Driver. It will happen, mm-hmm. and it sucks. Yeah, um, I've had that. I've had mm-hmm. that with my Neverwinter group, mm-hmm. and uh, thank goodness we're all friends because I had to straight up just talk to them afterwards and be like, I need a break from this. It doesn't feel like D&D anymore. It feels like we're just sitting here doing nothing for three hours and I'm not having fun and I feel like none of you are having fun. And there was kind of mumbles of, yeah, and I made me feel like, yep, that's 100%. We're not having fun doing this. So why are we still doing this? (laughs) And (laughs) so we all agreed, like, let's just take a break for a bit. And, you know, eventually, like, I think it was two months later, I was 
doing that thing again for two hours straight i was thinking about oh what if what if this happens in that game Mm -hmm. like i'm come up with scenarios in my head i i have conversations that never happen because they're npcs and it's like that's when i knew i I wanted to get back in because it's my creative outlet yeah but it's it's that game where no one does anything because everyone's been tired or they had a bad day or people do do things but they're antagonistic. They're against the party. They're against what you actually little, the little plan you did. They didn't want to do it. They even like went against it, like actively. It's that can culminate into you just wanting to just stop. And the number one thing I could recommend is just talk. Conversations. Have words with your players. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, I mean, like it, it, it's, because like we've already been saying this is you sitting down and doing stuff with your friends mm-hmm. and like if your friends are, are are if you and your friends are having a problem talk about it like that's what you should do and it's the same rules apply in a D game like if you're not having fun or it seems like not everybody's having fun a conversation needs to happen yeah i mean like we we constantly say like what's my number one rule for D D? have fun right yeah that also extends to the DM. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, like there, there's there's the, the thing that always pops up on Twitter from time to time. is like, please do not forget that a DM is a player. In the grand they scheme They have a different title. Sitting down and playing D&D, they're also playing D&D. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like the 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 one that, that made me want to quit, like I I had a player just straight up tell me that uh, they weren't having fun mm. and that like broke me like I remember getting in the car with my wife and be like I don't know if I want to do that again yeah because like it was already a bad session I already knew it was going bad and like that just kind of like it, it, it made me take a moment the next day and sit down and really think if I ever wanted to DM again yeah so <laughs> one of the there there was a moment when I was like just fresh, I was just starting out, I was getting into my groove and uh, a couple of our players were actually into Critical Role. And I know a lot of people say like, oh, the Matt Mercer effect isn't real. It's not like an actual thing. And I mean, statistically, you look at a lot of polls and it's like, yeah, a lot of people haven't run into that. However, I'm one of those that have ran into it. <laughs> um, I've literally had a player that straight up said like, oh, I kind of wish our group was more like, you know, actually into the table, kind of like how Critical Role is. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, well, no one really gets into it. No one really gets into the character. And and like they were skirting around saying anything about how I was running things. But I'm like, all that culminates because of me. Uh-huh. And it was, <laughs> whew, that took some talking around in order to get me back into that because there's a lot of... There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure of going against that, and you didn't yeah. realize it. I mean, it's it's I don't want to say low key because it's high key. One of the reasons why I don't watch Critical Role. Because mm. wow, yeah, it it straight up it reminds me of that moment every single time I like get a clip from that show. Oh damn! Yeah, it 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 carries. <laughs> no no no, yeah. like that that makes sense. Like I yeah. I hundred percent get that damn i'm sorry ollie it happens like sometimes like you just get a player and they might not even have the intention of doing that kind of thing oh yeah yeah but it just it's it's those kind of words it's uh the comparison it's like especially when you're starting out it's rough yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like well i mean again like taking it to just being friends not the show but you know the real thing uh like (laughs) Your friends, like all y'all, you say stupid shit. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I can't tell you how many times my wife and I have walked out of the bar that we hang out at. I'm just like, can you believe what <laughs> that motherfucker said? <laughs> so, of course, something's going to get said at a table. Something's going to come up. Something's going to go wrong that is going to rub someone or everyone the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And, like, Luckily for for me, like what it was was just changing up the campaign 
talking to that one player and be like, hey, that kind of sucked. And like, you know, we're, we're obviously better. Like we 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 were fine. Like yeah. the, the their great friend. And and like it's kind of it's kind of like it's it's ridiculous because like that's the one that made that's when I think about the game that make me want to quint. That's the one that comes up. But like if they hadn't said that and I was actually more than just one player, but like if they hadn't said anything, I wouldn't have changed it. And it wouldn't have motivated me to do it. So, like, even though it's the one that made me want to quit, it's the one that made that game better, which is weird. <laughs> I get that. Um, Spencer, like I just mentioned, what has been DMing for the past couple of months. Mm-hmm. And the last game he did, uh, he actually threw a couple of lithids at us. And Ooh, there was got that like two lithids. Yeah. And there was a couple of the, oh God, I can't remember their names, the brain dogs. Um, oh, uh, intellect of ours. Yeah, those little dudes. And so <laughs> you should be able to say brain dog, and I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> and so here's the thing that happened. He first turn control like control monstered my character. Second thing that happened was he stunned the rest of the party. So oh, then, what proceeded to happen for the next four turns? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. I was attacking my own party and they didn't do anything about it and they couldn't do anything about it because they were all stunned. Afterwards, Spencer, the good DM he is, he is like, you know, I felt that that was off. I didn't feel like that was a good game because it didn't feel like you guys actually got to play. And everyone kind of mumbled like there. Yeah, it was kind of a bummer how we didn't really get to do what our characters could do. He's like, okay, no worries. And he was telling me in the car the other day, he's getting ready for this week. Um, he was like, oh yeah. So I have an idea because I had to throw out the elithids because that wasn't any fun, but I have this other idea. And it's like, he just like, he took that feedback that he was feeling and that we gave back to him. He just yeah. ran with it. And I'm like, yeah. I wish I had I that. It. That is so good. That's just like a, that's just such a good, just pick him up attitude about DMing. God, that, that actually made me think of uh, the divinity stream that I've been doing with Tom last week. We got taken, our characters got taken to two different places and mine was just like, oh, you're in a nice little place with some, with some loot. And there's a weird dwarf over there talking oh. to you. And he got put into hell with giant insects that stun locked him and murdered his face. Oh, <laughs> and he was like, that wasn't fun. And I'm like, I know. And I'm so sorry that that happened on stream and you had to keep up a smile. Oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it got better though. We we took yeah. our revenge. We, I I brought him back to life. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, and but, that's that's one of the things like experience will tell you about what can make a game fun and what can take away the fun so fast. Like, yeah. from personal experience, I know taking away people's turns is the number one way to get rid of fun. <laughs> yeah. But Spencer, being a new DM, didn't know that, and he just wanted to follow the story of what he was setting up, which was a lithids invading, and like it was very much um the Baldur's Gate game essentially he was yeah. taking heavy inspiration from that and yeah. but as soon as that first fight happened he's like I don't think I want to continue with the lizards that wasn't fun <laughs> I'm like yeah that's fair let's let's carry yeah. on <laughs> yeah and I, I I mean like yeah I know players side I oh my god it just infuriates me I don't know yeah. why it gets me so freaking angry but like it's just it's just the worst but yeah no I I, I like I like that Spencer did that I, I mm-hmm. that's fantastic and and like that that's that's a thing like I do think as a DM and and I I could definitely be better about this is is like asking for that feed well no like I do ask for the feedback because like pretty I'm that I'm that DM that the end of every game I'm like hey, did you guys have fun did, did you like it like was it good honestly I think every DM should ask that yeah and I think yeah I totally think you should and I think like taking feedback uh, you know either way is is something that we all should get better at or just do like mm-hmm. Because it is what's going to make the game better. Because, again, like, this is sitting down telling a story with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, friends. (laughs) Exactly. And, like, if a game did happen to focus on, like, one or two players and the other players had to kind of just watch the story unfold because there wasn't much else to do, if that's not your cup of tea, like, 
as a player, it the DM has no idea that that was a problem for you mm-hmm. unless you say something. Because otherwise the DM will be like, this was great. I didn't have to do much. They talked about themselves. They got to do their specialty. And it's like to a DM, eyes like those kind of sessions are perfect. But like okay. if, if, if like players don't have fun, but they don't speak up about it, it can really keep a oh, game yeah. keep going forward. Please, please be obnoxious when you have fun. Oh my God. Yes. Just be, just be the loudest child about it. Please. <laughs> um, Actually, speaking of that, I do want to bring up one time that I don't think we actually ever talked about on the show because we were currently working there at the time. But there was one night at the bookstore that Tarantinoing this story, Allie and I had our Avengers swarmish scene after that (laughs) night. We went to a Noodles and Company and we sat and we ate in silence. (laughs) I remember that. Oh my god, like it was just like every kid at every table was screaming all at once to the point that it was white noise. I fell over on the table. Like I just I just fell over <sighs> while they were screaming about stuff and I'm like, just just roll your initiative, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was yeah, it was it was rough. <laughs> I remember that night. What, what's what's great is I I know that one kid listens to this show, and I don't know if he's still listening. But the thing is, is that he he definitely gets a pass because he was not bad. But I remember him looking at me at one point with this expression that just said, "You're dying inside." <laughs> <laughs> that was the one, I just smiled. I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I am." <laughs> It was that night where we straight up texted the entire DM group, like, we need to set up parameters that these certain kids can't yeah. sit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like- <laughs> well, it, was, it, it wasn't just that. Like, we, we that was when we decided, like, okay, we got to actually have rules and stuff mm-hmm. because, like, we forgot these are, these are kids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we've been DMing for a while, but DMing for a group and not only that, but a younger group, it's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 100% is. Yeah. Um, but okay, so so we, we talked about the time that made you want to quit. Mm-hmm. But what about the time that made you go, hell yeah, this is why I DM? Like, I know it's like, like favorite memory or stuff, but like, there's a difference for me. Like, there, I, I, there's a feeling in there that's like, it's not just, it's not the best game, but it's the one where I'm like, I need more of this. I think my favorite moment that immediately comes to mind, like the first thing that immediately comes to mind is, uh, Two two times. One time, the first one is I made a map. <laughs> it, it's <laughs> hanging right there behind me. And mm-hmm. there was this moment where they were scrying and they were trying to find out where Megara w- was. She was kidnapped. She was put in an iron flask. And so they were able to scry on her and see where the people who kidnapped her were going. One time, they were on the side of a mountain overlooking the entirety of the Sword Coast. And it's like, you can see it from their angle. And they're thinking the entire group, all of them at the table were like, hang on, we can do this. And so they asked for the map to be put on the table and all of them stood up. We're drawing on the map. We're pointing at it. We're figuring out the angles that thing is could be. They were like, she said there was a lake just south. And they were like, then it has to be one of these three places. It's like, but there was a forest in between the lake and the mountainside. And they got so into it and they were all in character doing this and i'm just sitting there thinking like this is amazing (laughs) i was prepared with that information i didn't know that they were going to scry on those people i didn't know that they were going to do that but i just i knew what they were going to i knew where they were going and so when i brought that out i had no idea that their intention was to physically look at the map on the table and just like that scene from like <laughs> every action movie where it's like we got to steal something and they look at the the blueprints on the table together as a team, right? That was them at the table doing that and it felt so cool and they figured it out. It was one of the coolest puzzles that I ever made and it was off the cuff. <laughs> it was improvised. It wasn't like thought out or planned. It was just like I didn't expect this to be a puzzle and here it is. And they all had fun doing it. And they told me afterwards, like, that was so fun. That was such a cool thing. 
And I'm like thinking, how do I do this in every game? (laughs) (laughs) Because that feeling was so cool that I wanted to bring that feeling into every game. Yeah, yeah. The, The, the... I would have I, I would have paid so much money for you to have been like they were completely wrong, but you know what they did a really <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> some a little some of the times they were completely wrong, but they eventually figured it out. <laughs> uh, the the second time that was probably the coolest. Like, oh, I love DMing. Was when Taylor's character Twyla uh, multiclassed. It was when she went from just being a bard into being a bard warlock. And I had that epic moment of storytelling, of talking with her beforehand, way beforehand, going, hey, I kind of want to do something more than bard. And I'm like, well, (laughs) you know, you actually might have an opportunity here, depending on how you want to do things. And so we start planning behind the scenes and we start talking to each other about what her character really wants. And I'm like, all right. Here's the deal. Without spoilers, this is what's coming up. And she's like, oh, okay. So I'm like, all I'm going to need you to do is go with it. She's like, I can do that. It's what my character would do anyways. I'm like, hell yeah. So the moment comes, the entire table is like, where did she go? And she's just traveled to a different plane, not of her own doing either. And it's like the entire group doesn't know what's happening. At this point, Taylor doesn't even know what's happening because she just knows I just needed to go for it. And before she knew it, she was in a situation where she could plead her fealty to the queen of air and darkness herself and become that warlock. And it's like, it was that cool story moment that was built up for like a month Mm -hmm. and a half and it culminated and everyone was literally at the edge of their seats just listening to this story moment. And everyone was watching this movie play out. And we wrote this movie right then and there and it felt so cool <laughs> hell yeah like it was it was the coolest thing and just like that moment it, it felt so awesome to be able to for all the effort to culminate into that mm-hmm. yeah and i'll just always remember that i'm going to cheat with mine <laughs> do it <laughs> um it, it, it's not dnd um it is star wars edge of the empire yeah and you know, I, I've I've you know <laughs> humble bragged on this show that I never prepped for a single session. Yeah, because I just know so much about Star Wars. <laughs> but n- now none of it matters because that was before they blew up the EU. Um, yep. But it's not that it was actually the last session, and I've only ever like just kind of offhandedly talked about it. But that was the one session I prepped for. It was at, the three last sessions were the ones that I prepped for because we knew the game was going to end because um, too many people from the game were leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were in the Navy, so you know they had to. And so with that in mind, I built an ending off of everything that they had done in the game ever. Every, pretty much, like literally every bad guy they crossed that lived had a hand in what screwed them over. <laughs> Um, they got a rebel base destroyed. Like they, I I hinted at Mara Jade showing up at one place to mess shit up. Like they, they got, they fell in with like the black suns and stuff because of something they had done a long time ago and didn't even realize that they were actually involved with the black suns at the time. Like all of this stuff, every point that had happened in the story led to this. And I will never forget that ending game. Because of how much each player at that table put into it, mm-hmm. like they, they were, they were literally fighting for a good ending, and I could see it on every one of their faces. No, no matter how many ridiculous skills the fucking <laughs> Transdoshian had, like it, it, it just they all got that ending, and they all got to just kind of go off into the sunset separately. Yeah. Like that was the thing. They all, they were like, okay, we did the thing. We're done. We have to, we have to split up. And they did. And like, I, I think that is the one that pops into my head because that's what I'm genuinely chasing in every campaign. You want that wrapped loose end. Oh my God. I want, cause like, 
I'll, I'll, I'll like full disclosure here. That's my goal with Golden Pals mm -hmm. because we've been playing for so long. They've done so many campaigns. I want that ending and I'm chasing that ending with them because we because I know it's going to come. I know it's going to happen. Like the story can't just keep going forever. They can only go up to level 20 feasibly. <laughs> um and and that's kind of what brings me back to to DMing. And I'm and I'm going to put a pin in that. You, listeners, you, you get a little imaginary pin. You put it in that little little pin uh -huh. holder thing. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um what do they call that? What is the thing you put the pins in? We hold them. It's just a pin holder. What? I don't know. <laughs> when you sew it, wait. Do they mean put a pin in it like like a board? I was thinking like a little needle pin that you put in those little cushion. Never is besides the point. Pin cushions. <laughs> That's it. That's a pin cushion. The cushion for the pins. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with me? Anywho, <laughs> the 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 other time. And, 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 I, and I'm being completely serious here is playing your first game of D and D. Oh, like I will never forget standing at that game store in front of a table with all y'all with pre-made fourth edition character sheets and seeing each one of you like slowly realize what the fucking game was mm -hmm. and getting into it and getting super excited and literally like before the game was even done you're all talking about characters you're going to make yeah for your own game and how excited all of you were and that was one of them like i just love this damn game like i just love doing this stuff i love getting people into it i love the experiences that they get from doing it and I, and i think that's one reason why i like being a dm is because it gives me the chance to see that when when i'm a player i don't feel like i get to see that as much because I'm more focused on what my next turn is going to be. What's going to go on here? How am I going to role play this and stuff? But mm -hmm. like as a DM, I get to see that crap happen where they are excited about what they're doing and what their story is doing. And so, yeah, that that's that's kind of the thing. And not not I'm pulling out of the pin cushion. Uh huh. Pulling 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 out of the pin cushion. The the thing that I think is the best advice I could give to anyone about DMing is the same advice that I think is my favorite for writing. I heard this a long time ago and I'm essentially just going to literally swap out writing for DMing. <laughs> and that advice is um, if you if, if you want to be a DM quit then if you can't you're going to be a DM for a long time. Like you're going to stick with it. Hey. That's what happened and to me. It, yeah, and 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 that's and that's really the thing. Like, it, I I guarantee, like we we spent that part of the show talking about the game that makes you want to quit. You know, in the times that we're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. But the thing is, is that we didn't. And I guarantee you, you're gonna have that game. And I really should have been saying this whole time. You're gonna have that game that makes you want to quit, but you're not. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you. That by that point, you're going to be like, I love doing this. I see what it is. And you're going to keep going with it. And if you don't, that's okay. That just means that that's part of, that's an aspect of the game that is, that you don't like. Yeah. And that's, and again, you're not having fun with it. If you're not having fun with it, cool. That's what be, that's what being a player is for. You can still absolutely have fun with that. I do. I'm not DMing right now. It's weird. I don't feel <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I realized that the other day. I'm like, I have been only a player for like five months. What is <laughs> happening? Um, so yeah, no, I, I think, I think that's the best thing I can say. Like if, if you want to know if you're going to be a DM, like quit. And I, and if you can't, you're you're gonna be a DM like you're you're just gonna keep going with it. Mm -hmm. No, that's fantastic idea, advice, especially especially if you're not having fun. Give yourself yeah. that chance to like yeah reel it back. Think like, am I gonna miss this? And probably yes, because the bug is there. <laughs> it's so there. It sucks. That bug sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just makes you want to spend all this money on books and shit. <laughs> And minis for games you can't play during a fucking pandemic. Hell, a whole 3D <laughs> Look what printer. I'm gonna do with all these dragons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I've got so many things here, and 
I, I just posted a tweet today saying like Spencer and I want to get a place where we can devote an entire <laughs> room to just D&D. And that's straight up uh, having a permanent table in there, not taking stuff down. Like <laughs> One, I, I, I loved the first response, which was Marco saying, this is why we're friends. <laughs> you have your priorities and, right. <laughs> yeah, and two... No shit, just just for the hell of it. Tar and I were like looking at like uh, uh apartments and stuff over the weekend, and we're like, so that's the TNT room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It, it's it's a problem. <laughs> I literally have sentences that I say out loud, like, "Oh man, I want to get that," but I'll have to wait until we get like a room. <laughs> like, yeah. I say that. <laughs> like, not yeah. saying I'm never gonna get it. I'm just gonna have to wait a little bit. that's wild Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i I feel like that's that's all i i gotta say right now about dm and i just i love doing it even though i'm not doing it right now the bug is there it's getting bad um i i have had schemes and i'm not gonna do them because i don't (laughs) have the time (laughs) yeah it's i'm uh finally by the way done with school Yay! Yeah! <laughs> um, I have finished my externship, and I got hired. Yeah! So this all means that I'm soon gonna be stable once again in my life without yeah. having to do homework, and that means I'm gonna be running games again. Yeah! And I'm so excited about that because I've been wanting to run game. I've been listening to those Neverwinter playlists on my phone for the past month. <laughs> I can't stop listening about them and just thinking about my the player characters and what they want to do, and I'm just excited for it. And I'm like, I just I just need to wait just like a couple more weeks, and that's it. I'm good. So close. <laughs> so close. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, you got any last thoughts on it? There's a lot of ups in DMing. There's a lot of downs. And a lot of the downs in DMing just comes from pure inexperience and time. Yeah. And if it doesn't deal with time, it probably deals with needing to talk with your players. And yeah. the talking is the easier part sometimes. Uh, because time is just what that's just all it takes. You just need to keep doing it. Yeah. I, I mean, we've talked about on the show, but like Justice Armin's check ins, look them up. They're great. Yeah. If you're having doubts about your players having fun or anything like that, look look up what he does or just come up with a kind of check in for yourself. Because I guarantee you, at least nine times out of 10, you're wrong. That's the, oh, I, I, I think that's another important thing to, to bookend this with. <laughs> you're wrong. You're fucking wrong. <laughs> Your players are having fun. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. Get that imposter shadow out of there. Oh, my God. Kick it the fuck out. You're doing great, and your friends wouldn't want anyone else doing it. Yeah. I, like like that 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 is that is the biggest thing. I mean, we did that episode on positive. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. You if you if you've ever sat behind the screen, even accidentally, you're a DM. <laughs> <laughs> like. It, it it is weird for me when I see people that like try to gatekeep DMing. I'm just like, no, no, like liter- literally, no. no. Fuck off. <laughs> Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, like it's it's kind of normal stuff. Like again, postgendum, it's gonna happen. Tell the fuck off. Your players are enjoying their time. Don't worry. They tell you if they didn't. That's literally my story. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, also, don't worry about fucking knowing the rules. No. Like, stop. Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about not having all the books. I've said it before. You can literally play with the free crap that Wizards gives you on their website and have an entire campaign. 100%. Like, sure, it's fun to have all the extra options, but if you don't yeah. have the money, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, we're ending this with just, like, old man Trevor telling you, like, stop it. Just have fun. Fuck off. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> And if you're feeling that imposter syndrome kicking your ass, because that is, yeah, a huge downside to DMing possibly, uh, tell your friends that. Tell them, hey, I'm feeling like I'm not doing well enough. And mm-hmm. if you guys are having fun, I need you to tell me that. I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many times it's it feels good for when your friends or when your players, if you don't know them, your players to tell you that was really fun or I had a blast or my character was epic. It's... It feels good. 
I, I swear to God, if either one of my DMs told me that they were having imposter syndrome and didn't feel like a DM, and I'm saying this to both y'all out there, I will turn into Shia LaBeouf of fucking confidence <laughs> and just be like, you are the fucking best! Mm! <laughs> Roll the initiative! Oh! Just do it! <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. Well, I think I think that about wraps it. Yeah. I think it does. Yeah. <laughs> Shallow buff of DMs. That's how we're wrapping this. Shit. <laughs> well, that was our show for this week. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to support it, the best way to do that is by leaving a review on your service of choice, as well as telling your friends about the show. If you'd like your questions, advice, or stories read on the show, send them into difficultyclass at gmail.com. And if you'd like to stay up to date on the show, you can follow us on Twitter at difficultyclass and on Instagram, if you wish, at difficultypodcast. So until next time, have a good game. Thank you.